Ew, gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. On the fan. Happy Victory Muckings Rewind right here on the fan. Nordo still recovering from his trip to Vegas, as we all are. And after watching that game, you're probably thinking, boy, what are they going to do for Vikings Rewind? There was no touchdowns in the game and one field goal. Well, we're going to make a little bit of an audible. We're going to get a lot of locker room sound. We're going to start things with Ben Lieber. He was joined by the coach postgame. All right, you guys, we're down here in the Vikings locker room with head coach Kevin O'Connell. And and coach, let's start with this defense. I mean, this defense has been playing lights out these last several games. And let me just go through a few stats for you. 173 total yards, giving up 56 yards of rushing. They had three takes. Now, that last one was on that desperation drive. Four sacks. But let me just talk about this the way that they finished the fourth quarter alone three three and outs and one take if you don't look at that that desperation drive how how are they able to stay so dominant throughout this game yeah first and foremost they've been playing you know winning football um you know really finding their groove within the scheme um thriving with guys in different roles but uh brian flores and his staff just continuing to kind of you know, find ways to uh, allow guys to to live uh, in their in their spots within the defense, maybe on the depth chart. But guys are doing a lot of different jobs. We're asking guys to do a lot of different things, and it's causing some confusion uh, for the opposing offenses. And uh, what we talked about as a team this week is no matter what it would take to win this game, the bottom line is we weren't going to flinch. Uh, we weren't going to lose the turnover battle, and uh, we were going to find a way to win it uh, no matter how long uh, it took, no matter if we needed extra time, whatever it was. Uh, and our defense was able to pick up a pretty banged up offense that struggled most of the day uh, and, and, and really take us home there uh, all the way through the end. You know, one of the key contributors to the defense was Ivan Pace Jr. And, and I had a chance to talk with him right after the game on the field. He called himself. He's got, he's got that dog mentality. I'm sure you've heard him talk about himself in that manner, but he really does. He plays with his intensity and this chip on the shoulder. And, you know, for a young guy, a rookie, to go through a long season, hit that bye week, and to come out with such energy and fire and intensity, what have you seen from the growth out of, out of him in, in just his rookie year? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Vikings fans should know he's calling the defense. He's got the green dot in Jordan Hicks' absence. He's, you know, basically an extension of flow out there on the field, as are some of our other veteran players around a rookie that we trust with that green dot, and he just continues to answer the call. Um, flying around the field, physicality. He's one of the best young rushers at the inside linebacker position I think there is in the NFL. But then, you know, the instincts to drop, understand kind of his void and vacancy that he's responsible to cover, and then make that play at the end just remarkable uh remarkable uh out of ivan pace today and he just keeps on getting better and better and when you find an undrafted free agent like that that comes in and has this kind of impact on your team it gets you really excited about the future of the player and and i couldn't be more excited about ip 
You talk about the offensive struggles. You know, part of it, offensive line was a little spotty in some of the protection stuff. There's a few drops out there by wide receivers, but ultimately you make the decision to go with Nick Mullins. What went into that? What was the calculations of going with Mullins in that situation? Yeah, I just thought uh, kind of the way the game had gone. We wanted to come in uh, into this game and use, you know, Josh. I thought some of our run hits with him as a threat of the, the zone read and some of the quarterback, uh, you know, keeping aspects of some of those plays gave us a spark enough to try to stay efficient um, but when you lose JJ and and you lose Brian O'Neill and then you lose Alex Madison and you're really looking at it like what we need right now um, is is somebody that I know my trust in Nick Mullins no matter how many reps and he did get some reps this week to prepare him uh, but my trust in that moment is you know uh, he's going to go out there and take uh, great footwork fundamentals see it and, and throw it and give us a chance to maybe get three or four of those first downs that he did uh, to get us in range to uh, get whatever amount of points it was needed to, to win the game. When your defense plays like that, we came in saying we wanted to win the turnover battle. Uh, offensively, we did not turn the football over. We weren't nearly as effective or explosive uh, or efficient as we wanted to be. Um, but in the end, it, it's a great lesson to you about uh, turnovers. Even when uh, it's as hard as you can imagine to try to move the football offensively, you're having uh, you know, it seemed like every drive we had another guy going down um, and the group just overcame. Defense never flinched. We got a couple uh, timely special teams plays as well. Um, total complete team effort uh, where you're going to have to lean on maybe one phase over another sometimes. Uh, but I'm just proud of the way the guys handled it. They kept battling. There wasn't an ounce of negativity when we were struggling on offense. Um, defense just kept going and going and going and gave us a chance to win our seventh football game. You know, I know a lot of the fans are going to wonder now going into next week with, with Dobbs having the performance that he did, Mullins coming in and basically you know, leading the game-winning drive and giving a little bit of juice. How does this decision and how does his play at the end of the game impact your decision on who plays quarterback next week? Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take a look at it as a staff. But uh, you know, the decision is going to be made based upon you know where we are right now and uh, what's the best thing for us to win uh, moving forward. And got a tough opportunity, tough challenge uh, going on the road again to Cincinnati. A shorter week, and uh, we'll put some time and energy into that. But uh, we're gonna put uh, we're gonna put the player out there that we feel like gives us the best chance to win based upon this week and our game plan and everything that goes into that. Um, and we'll keep you guys posted on that. But uh, happy to get our seventh win. Sometimes uh, they don't always look as pretty as you'd love as an offensive coach. But in the end, uh, proud of our defense, proud of our team um, to come on the road and get our seventh win. Well, Coach, uh, a win is a win. You're right. you got to enjoy all the wins when you can get them. They're tough in this league. So congratulations. And uh, we'll see you on a short week uh, in Cincinnati on Saturday. That's right. Thanks, Ben. All right, guys, back to you. Thanks, Ben. And we'll hear more from Kevin O'Connell later as press conference earlier today. We'll do that second segment of Vikings Rewind. We're going to go back to locker room, though. Gabe Henderson was joined by, well, one of the MVPs of a low-scoring game is your punter, Ryan Wright, joined. All right, inside the locker room following the 3-0 to win over the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, we talk about a defensive performance. There's 11 men on the field, but little do people know we have a 12th man in Ryan Wright. He joins me right now inside the locker room, four punts inside the 20-yard line today. Just a fantastic performance by you. What were just your thoughts on your performance tonight? Uh, you know, we, we put an emphasis on uh, flipping the field and putting it inside the 20 uh, over the past few weeks. Not going to lie, haven't been the best this year with that, but I'm working through it and just striving to get better and better each week with it. That's something that uh, Kevin O'Connell kind of pointed out last week is, you know, special teams, our special teams is going to, they've been doing a good job this year, but they got to get from good to great. It seems like you took that to heart this week, no? Yeah, I, uh, 
I kind of took it a little personal. Um, I'm, I, I'd like to stay out of the news. If, if you hear my name in the news, it's probably not a good thing. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to get better each week. And shout out to the defense for uh, keeping us in that game. Uh, they, they played their hearts out. Going into just a game where you know it's going to be this close, is there any added pressure for you? Like, how do you clear your mind to just do your job when you're out there? You know, I try to just take it one punt at a time, take deep breaths, um, and worry about the punt in front of me. And then after, then I'll worry about what the result was. And then if it was good, usually it gets flushed out uh, in in a few seconds. But if it was bad, I kind of look at it a little bit. But then I do a breathing exercise, close my eyes, and just forget about it so I can move on. I love it. I'm going to have some fun with this last question because uh, Greg Joseph finally got a punt in a game. To be able to watch him get a punt inside the 20, how, how, how funny but how cool was that? Uh, you know, it was it was really funny. Um, I actually ended up standing up and blocking the field side, so I hopefully I didn't look too too out of place there. But um, you know, it's Greg's a great guy, and you know he hit that game winner. So obviously, those were the three only three points uh, of the game. So you know, his resiliency is insane. His work ethic is top notch, unbeaten. Um, so I'm. Just really proud of him, and yeah, obviously that punt was hilarious. I, um, but he got the job done. A win is a win in the NFL, and we know that uh, special teams plays a huge factor into that. So uh, congratulations to the Minnesota Vikings, as well as Ryan Wright, Greg Joseph, and all of the specialists today. Congrats, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Back down to the locker room, Gabe Henderson also is joined by a couple members of the Vikings defense, including Cam Bynum. Inside the locker room with Viking safety Cam Bynum, Cam, uh, just a game the first time since 2017 the Vikings have shut out any opponent. Uh, we knew offensively we had some problems getting things going, but from a defensive perspective, what was the mindset? Uh, the mindset is if we don't if we don't give up a, a point, they don't win. Uh, that's really all it is. Mindset every week. We don't. Our standard is to give up no points. Uh, we can't settle off of giving up field goals, whatever. We, today we were we were on one, just knowing that we gotta we gotta carry it. There were plays, uh, especially in the first quarter, when they ran like a two wide receiver route. And you ran the route for Devontae Adams. Just the, the film prep, the game study, what went into it this week when studying a rookie quarterback in Aiden O'Connell? Um, especially just with the extra time we had, long week, coming off the bye, we had extra time to watch film, but just knowing that football is simple. They're going to run certain routes, certain concepts, so uh, regardless of who's out there, they're still going to run real concepts. So just studying that and having that understanding is um, really how we pride ourselves in, in playing defense and playing smart ball. Speaking of smart ball, going forward, I got four games left. I got to continue to get these wins. What's what's the what's the conversation with everything that's surrounding the team as far as adversity goes? Every game is a playoff game. That's how we're seeing this. Um, every game is important, and every game um, matters at the end for us to get to the playoffs. So we're taking it one week at a time and knowing that we have to win every single game moving forward. And I don't care if it's an ugly win; it's a win. My last question for you, because I've been asking questions about, you know, how did the defense do? But you just came off a bye. Like, how does it feel to get a win? Uh, yeah, that's always a, that's always a challenge coming off a bye, um, especially just you know the energy, human nature. It's you gotta. It's it's been a minute since we played football, so getting a win coming off a bye and this type of win, especially for us on defense, this is a confidence booster and just something that we we're gonna enjoy. Defensive win for sure. The Minnesota Vikings win three to zero over the Las Vegas Raiders. And a tightly contested battle. So uh, next week will be another great game for this Minnesota Vikings team as they travel down south to face the Cincinnati Bengals. Thank you, Cam. Yep. Appreciate you. Thank you all. It's a movie. 
Let's get to the next one. One more trip down to the locker room. Gabe Henderson was a Troy Die. Inside the locker room following a 3-0 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders. A guy who recorded his first career sack in the NFL, Mr. Troy Die. Troy, uh, first and foremost, congrats on the win. What was that feeling getting that first sack of your NFL career? It was, it was pretty amazing. I mean, obviously I got cut. I mean, I got to stay on my feet a little bit better. But uh, to get up and get the sack, it was, it was kind of just a surreal moment. I mean, I've been dreaming of that moment for a long time. And I was just glad I was able to contribute to, to the shutout today. Uh, it, this was a defensive win for sure. And understanding you were going against a rookie quarterback, what changed as far as the thought process when it came to, okay, we got to win this game on the defensive front if we want to be successful? I think that's our approach every week. No matter if we're playing a rookie quarterback or we're playing a veteran quarterback, I think we're trying to go out there and execute the game plan that Coach Flo and the rest of the defensive staff gets, gives us on Mondays and uh, throughout the week. And I think uh, we got a good group of guys, no matter who it is, whether it's a young guy or a guy coming off the bench like myself, playing a role player, uh, feeling for Jordan. Um, I think they trust everybody enough to go out there and execute the plan. And I think we do a good enough job uh, executing it to, to be able to have the type of performances we had tonight. How would you just describe this win? It's been a, it's been a while since we've had a locker room that actually felt uh, this upbeat, no matter what the score is. But how does it feel to finally get back in the win column? I mean, it feels amazing. Like you said, like it's, it's hard to win this league week in and week out, no matter who you're playing, whether you're playing a quarterback or a veteran quarterback. you got to bring your, your best game every week. And uh, it's just great to get back in the win column and get that streak going again. And uh, hopefully we can carry that momentum into Cincinnati against a really good offense that's rolling. And uh, hopefully we can execute our game plan. Cincinnati's up next. Uh, this is probably the nicest I'm going to be to you over these next couple of weeks. Uh, Liberty, we play Oregon okay. Fiesta Bowl, yeah. so yeah. I get it, but congrats on the win today. I appreciate you. You know, go Ducks always, man. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> Gabe Henderson with a lot of Vikings. Cam Bynum, Troy Dye, Ryan Wright, and of course Ben Lieber with the coach. And a reminder, you can join PA at the Roseville Buffalo Wild Wings this Friday from 9 to noon for the Friday Football Feast presented by Coors Light. Enjoy food and drink specials and a chance to win Vikings tickets and more. Visit vikings.com slash BWW for full schedule and details. The coach in his presser from earlier today. That's next on Vikings Rewind. The station for hockey. Welcome back. It's Vikings Rewind. And remind tomorrow you can join Must for Vikings Country at the Sunshine Factory in Plymouth, presented by Miller Lite. You can win great prizes, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. You can visit vikings.com slash Vikings Country for more info and a full schedule. Kevin O'Connell addressed the media earlier today. Let's listen back to that now on Vikings Rewind, presented by Omni Viking Lakes. Coming off the bye to find a way to get a win was uh, was the goal. Um, not necessarily uh, the way we did it, how uh, we, we envisioned it, but uh, compliment our team, our guys. Um, the resiliency to just keep battling. Huge performance from our defense. Um, getting, you know, the 16th shutout in franchise history, and we needed every single one of those plays uh, to uh, overcome some of our struggles on offense and and then ultimately find a way to put a drive together uh, to get some points there at the end, and and we got enough to get the win. A lot of things that we need to improve on, um, consistently still pushing here towards the uh, final four stretch of of the season and, and solidifying our place hopefully, uh, you know, in the playoffs, and and there's a lot of work to be done uh, to get that done. But want to definitely highlight Brian Flores and his staff and and all of our defensive players um, did so in the locker room after the game. Uh, So proud of those guys, the way uh, not only how they played, not only what they did in between the white lines, but just uh, what they mean uh, to our team and how they handled uh, 
the type of day that it was and just continuing to press onward and, and, and really limiting um, uh, an impressive skill group of players that the Raiders have and, and, and you know, kind of uh, coming off the bye for them as well. Just a, a really, really impressive performance. Um, you know, want to highlight Nick Mullins for his ability to come in the football game and, and execute the way he did. Uh, did get some limited reps in practice, but uh, Nick has always been a guy that can be prepared and ready in those you know critical moments when called upon, and he demonstrated it again uh, yesterday. As we move forward in the week, um, you know, we'll make a decision on the starting quarterback. We're in the process of uh, solidifying that as a staff now. Uh, we'll inform the players and then uh, ultimately make an announcement here uh, in, the, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the next couple days here. We'll let you guys know. Um, as far as injury updates from the football game, um, Justin Jefferson, uh, you know, in, in his chest injury, um, out of precaution, did go to a local hospital and, and um, you know, get some procedural tests done just to rule out any possible internal complications uh, that could come from a, a hit like that. Um, all of which uh, were able to rule out any of those things. Uh, and I consider Justin day-to-day -day with, a, with a good chance to hopefully be with us playing on Saturday in Cincinnati. Uh, Brian O'Neill's ankle injury, um, you know, as, as tough as Brian is trying to come back in the football game, um, he was unable to do that. Um, and we'll, we'll see how he, you know, handles treatment throughout the week and ultimately what his availab availability looks like uh, for this coming Saturday is up in the air. But I do think we uh, were able to avoid a, a real long-term uh, issue for Brian there. Alex Madison, uh, kind of a very similar situation with his ankle. Um, we'll see how he progresses through the week. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of a uh, similar timeline for those two players, and then Jalen Naylor is indeed in the concussion protocol, um, and he'll work through you know the the steps uh, to see if he can be available this week. But as always with head injuries, we will be uh, very cautious and and make sure um, that we allow the medical team and our doctors to uh, determine uh, with Jalen his availability as it pertains to uh, to Saturday. Jefferson, I guess what are the specifics that you'll actually have to evaluate about his availability is it more of a pain tolerance issue or what is some of the precautions you have yeah i i think uh you know once you're able uh dave to rule out some of you know potentially some of those complications and and our doctors you know did a did a, a great job being proactive to to do the things we needed to do to make sure he could fly home with us and and be with us which he was able to do uh, he's doing pretty well today and uh yeah it's just a matter of continuing to monitor um any you know potential things that could arise but uh you know what he's like from a standpoint of his ability uh, to get some, you know, preparation in throughout the week and feel comfortable uh, and ready to go for Saturday will be determined, you know, as we go here. Yeah, Kevin, as you work through the quarterback decision, what what's the process there, um, and under what circumstances would it not be Nick um, on Saturday in Cincinnati? Yeah, the process, Kevin, is a little bit more, you know, of making sure we go through a full evaluation of all the plays from yesterday. Um, and then it's a matter of just, you know, the, the dialogue with the staff and making sure everybody understands uh, really where uh, I would like to go with the decision and then the communication with the players. Um, and, you know, having been, we got back late last night and, and have been in that process today. Uh, it's just a little early for me to uh, announce that, but uh, I feel like we're uh, on our way to making that decision rather shortly here.
Hey, Kevin, I think you guys have had nine different offensive linemen start for you. Um, is there any update just on Ed Ingram's health, and, and what factor has the rotation there at O-line just been on the offensive turmoil here? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's it's always easy to start when you lose your starting quarterback, but then you start getting into the particulars of uh, the different groups we've played up front. You know, obviously the the loss of Justin for a significant portion of our season and then only having him for 14 plays yesterday then you look at losing Brian O'Neill, you know, in, in a game where there was a significant one of the premier players in football, um, you know, lining up quite a bit over there on that right side. Uh, so having to kind of, you know, there's a lot that goes into it to make sure, uh, you know, whatever it says on the call sheet is one thing, but uh, trying to overcome the loss of, a, you know, the player you built a lot of the plan around and Justin and or having to make some adjustments on the fly. But I did think David Questenberry stepping in once again, uh, giving us some really quality snaps and uh, some great effort, you know, knowing the circumstances that it was. I thought Blake uh, Brendel played, you know, a very, very good football game at the right guard spot, um, considering, you know, he hadn't had much time in there this year. Um, and then as it pertains to, you know, Dalton being able to work through kind of a, an ankle there at some point and really refused to come out of the game and go back out there um, I want to give him a lot of credit for that. Um, as, as it relates to Ed, uh, it's just going to be a day-to-day -day process. I see uh, a good chance that we have him this week, but don't want to get ahead of myself. It'll take him, you know, able to get back on the practice field and get some significant work in uh, so that he can have confidence going into Saturday that, uh, you know, we feel good about him being available. Yeah, Kevin, just uh, you know, talking about that 16th shutout in team history, I was wondering as you look back at the game, uh, is there maybe one play that best exemplifies, you know, all 11 defenders, you know, really, you know, had Flores having them play as one, you know, where every assignment's locked down, uh, where you, know, you kind of step back and realize what you have defensively right now? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's, it's easy to look at IP's interception there to kind of seal it for us, but uh, I, I don't necessarily um, look at one. I think that's what's making them, uh, play at the level they are right now. It's just consistent of the mix and match between, um, you know, keeping people off balance, uh, using our playmakers at different positions uh, to to allow them to thrive in multiple roles. Um, you know, using uh, a guy like Byron Murphy to to maybe match in coverage sometimes. Other times, uh, you know, maybe just play his standard spot. Josh Metellus, Harrison Smith. Cam Bynum at the safety position. A guy like Makai Blackman steps in and, and gives us some really good snaps. And then IP, you know, you know, running the show as the green dot. Uh, his ability to just, you know, continue to improve. I think Mike Saravo deserves a ton of credit for the development of an undrafted uh, free agent rookie that, that we're really lucky to have and quite honestly don't know where we would be. Uh, without him, but uh, once again, just a credit to Flo, his staff, our players, uh, the consistency at which they've been able to continue to communicate, uh, execute, and, and ultimately finish. Kevin O'Connell addressing the media out in Egan, and reminder, in Egan, you can rediscover fun again at Omni Viking Lakes Hotel. The playlist is endless, just steps away from Vikings HQ and the training facility. Book now at omnihotels.com slash Viking Lakes. That wraps up Vikings Rewind, and it's brought to you by Omni Viking Lakes. When you use bounce dryer sheets and your clothes look amazing, it's the sheet. Less static in your life? Yeah, it's the sheet. Smelling fresher than ever? It's the sheet. 
Oh, so soft fabric. Ooh la la. It's the sheet. Less wrinkles on your clothes. You know it's the sheet. Bounce dryer sheets. More freshness, more softness. Less static, less wrinkles. It's the sheet.